remember to be patient. You're on your own journey. This all goes back to the comparing thing. Don't compare yourself to other people. You are amazing. Your business is amazing. Continue to provide a service. Continue to put out good and positivity into the world and it will all come back to you. Yo, Jay Chris here and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. In this episode, I am thrilled to sit down with Cameron Martinez. He is an entrepreneur, avid learner, question asker, action taker, and a podcast host. Since 2017, he has created two companies. One was grown to multiple six figures and his latest company, Leverage or LVRG, is on its way to seven figures. His passions derive from an innate curiosity of discovering how to accumulate wealth, how to access complete fulfillment, create a healthy lifestyle, how the mind, body, and spirit work, and most of all, give love, joy, and vibrancy day in and day out. In this episode, we talk about his ground-up story, why comparison is a thief of motivation, the importance of being patient, how to negotiate deals with some of the largest companies in the world, how they plan on feeding 1 billion people, and how all of their customers came to them organically with no paid marketing and solely from Facebook and anything in between business, community, social media, and marketing. So make sure to stick around until the end and hopefully this will give you a ton of value uh, by just listening on it. And if you have any questions or if you have any feedback, please let me know via email at podcast.sacrestebes.com. If you can record that uh, using your phone or recorder or any recorder you have right now and I will answer that on the podcast and I will try to answer or give you a meaningful advice about your questions or challenges that you are facing right now. And with regards to the podcast, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. So just make sure you subscribe on it so to get the latest episode uh, every now and then. And if you would love to support the podcast and make it more discoverable in the podcast ecosystem please uh, have a screenshot of it and send to your colleagues friends or workmates so in that way you are helping me to reach more people so that's it i don't want to waste your time anymore so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode you're listening to the design life show a podcast that helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life it's me jay christ a designer from the philippines best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism i'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey their process and the lessons they've learned along the way Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. And I'm super, super stoked right now because I'm I'm here with a really great man and a legend. And you know, I think it's a really great way to talk and know more about him, about her, his advocacy, his business as well, and his processes, and especially the creative journey and other things that going on with his uh, entrepreneurship life and business life as well and i want to welcome you come to the show thank you so much man for uh, accepting my podcast uh, invitation how are you man 
Absolutely, man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. I always love to applaud other podcast hosts. What you're doing is, you know, it's a brave thing. It's an awesome thing. You're providing knowledge for the, for your listeners, for your, for your audience. And, you know, I'm, I'm here to hopefully deliver some more education to them that will help them, you know, enhance their life, enhance their business, and um, hopefully put them on a great start to success. 100%, man. And I'm also a fan of your podcast as well. It's really, really a value bomb for, especially for an Asian country like us as a Filipino, right? So there's a lot of mm. things that needs to learn because we, we're, we are left behind, right? So there's a lot of things that I need to learn faster that I, that I, as much as possible. So I'm really glad you, you're here. So just to give context in this episode uh, for TDLS listeners, who is Cam Martinez? Just to, you know, if, if we just met, you know, you know, or if if just met with in a, in an event, what will you say for, for those who don't know you? Yeah. So for those who don't know me, I am a 24-year-old entrepreneur who started from probably a similar place as you. Um, I was going to college. I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. So, and I, and I love people. I loved impacting, impacting people's lives. And so one of the ways that I saw that I could do that was by starting a business and getting in front of a lot of people, sharing my message, sharing my knowledge, sharing my expertise to help them get to where they are. So I guess to sum everything up about who I am, I'm really just, I'm a people lover. I'm passionate about all things introspection. How do you become the best version of yourself? How do you access complete fulfillment? I'm obsessed with psychology. I love investing. I love just people in general and how the mind works, how people operate, how they think, how they show up in the world, what holds them back. So all things just you know, business, life, spirituality. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm a huge, huge lover of all things. So. Yeah, that's really cool. And I really, you know, uh, feel your vibe, you know, your, your positive uh, uh, emotions, your positive impact w- with me was, was really enormous, right? So I, even though we're just uh, li- uh, talking uh, remotely, I really love uh, you, your 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 vibe, man. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and no, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean that, you know, it's not just for the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. No, I appreciate that. It's it's amazing, right? That we can we've never met in person. Hopefully we will in the future, but we can share that energy over a microphone, over Zoom across thousands of miles. It's just it blows my mind. 100%, right? So yeah, uh, just to uh, go back a little bit with your journey. You know, you're doing a lot of great stuff with your business and you're doing a lot of uh um you know, uh, I, I, uh, we, you, all, you also mentioned that you, you are planning to help billion people as well to feed billion people, right? So, uh, going back with your journey, when you're just getting started, who is Cam as a, as a typical kid or as a, as a kid growing up? Who, who is Cam? Yeah, it's a really good question. Uh, me growing up, you know. I was, I was raised in a good family. Um, you know, my, my parents didn't, they didn't get divorced until I was 15. Um, my, my siblings and I have always been close, but I was always, you know, 
as a student, um, I always consider myself a student even today. Like I, I love to learn, but back when I was a kid, just in the education system, going to school, I wasn't that great of a student. I mean, I, I liked learning about like history and stuff that, and you know, sparked my interest, but my behavior, I had a lot of behavioral issues. Um, so I was told, right. I was, I was like an angry kid. Um, I always wanted things to go my way. I ended up getting put into like a, like an anger management class because you know, <laughs> teachers didn't know how to handle me around 30 other students. Cause I was just, you know, I was either being obnoxious or I was disturbing the class or I was getting mad, whatever that may be. Um, and so that really, you know, as, as time went on, one of the, one of my greatest mentors ever was my grandmother who kind of showed me what I was doing and, you know, showed me that it's okay to feel different. It's okay not to be angry all the time, not to blame others for, you know, what was happening in my life. And so that's kind of the message I carry still to this day is, you know, you, you kind of, whatever you put out into the world is what you get back. So for me, I would rather put out joy and vibrancy and love and not hate and anger and anxiety. Um, so that was, that was me as a child. And it, it really, I think it caused me to kind of become a motivated and driven person um, outside of, you know, whenever I would lose, I, I grew up as an athlete. So, you know, naturally I don't like losing, but I used to handle that in a way where it was like, I would lose friends or I would <laughs> like yeah. ping pong, for example. I know ping pong's big out where you are, right? Like table yeah. tennis. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah, I love it. And playing that even like if I would lose, I would like, throw the paddle or I'd throw so the ball. You're so competitive in any, you know, in anything you do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I'm, I will always be competitive for sure, but it's, gotcha. it's really just, you know, if you, whether you win or you lose, it's the way you react to it gotcha. is probably the biggest lesson. hundred percent. And what about, uh, you know, your, uh, when, when you're just, you know, when you're, when you're, uh, I think, uh, it's really different. It's hard to, uh, you know, not to compare uh, the United States and the Philippines. What's the, you know, what's the, if you could uh, share a little bit about the culture there for those Filipinos who are listening to pod, uh, this podcast. So what would you tell to them? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just on the topic of comparison in general, my first uh -huh. piece of advice would be try not to compare as much as possible. Gotcha. 100%. Mm -hmm. Don't compare yourself to anybody else who you may perceive as doing better than you, having more money than you, having a better life than you. You know, I've, I've had the privilege and the honor to be around a lot of, you know, high level and successful entrepreneurs who are making millions, some billions of dollars. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're all just human beings. And so when you find yourself getting caught up in comparison to someone else, just remember that they are probably dealing with the same issues as you just on a higher level. They're no different than you. They still bleed. They still take a shit in the morning. They still drink coffee. You know, they're, they're still a human being. And so that would be my first piece of advice. But, you know, the, the culture here in the U.S. compared to the Philippines, as much as I know, I don't want to, you know, go to in depth because I'm not as educated as I would like to be on the culture of the Philippines. But um, just in the entrepreneur space in general, like I, there's a huge industry for 
you know, like virtual assistants and um, virtual teams being built out of the Philippines. And it's awesome because here in the United States, you know, we have the culture is really built on status. And Mm -hmm. if you're not at a certain status, not making a certain amount of money, you don't put in the same amount of work as you would if you were at the highest level. And I think that's the biggest difference between the US and the Philippines is you guys are, and I don't mean to generalize here, but you know, a lot of people that I've met, they're hungry, they're driven, they're motivated, they want to learn, they want to help, they want to be of service. And that's such a valuable thing to have on a team and a valuable thing to have in life, just surrounding yourself with people like that. So I really, really love the people from the Philippines and the culture. I would love to visit. I'd love to learn more about the actual culture and, you know, eat your food, learn your language, spend time living in your day to day because it's, it's so fascinating to me. That's just international culture in general is awesome. So. Yeah. Yeah. That really means a lot. And I think uh, a lot of people need to, you know, hear that as well, because uh, I think I met a lot of creatives that are, you know, has or had this imposter syndrome syndrome mm-hmm. that, that we call. So most of the time, I also encountered it because uh, you know uh, I feel like uh, my work doesn't good enough. You know, you're comparing yourself like what you said just just to highlight that part. And uh, like what Cam said, it's not really uh, you know uh, the the way to 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 fail, right? So I think. Uh, that's uh, that's another uh, lessons that you need to learn in order to succeed in any field you are you are in, right? So in any creative entrepreneurship or in any part that you are doing in the in the industry. So that really means a lot, Cam. Thank you so much for sharing that. Of course. Yeah. So with regards to you know you mentioned that uh, there's a lot of. Uh, outsourcing is going on and what's your business right now do you hire a team on the philippines as well or you're you have a a business just to give context to anyone who what are you doing right now as a as an entrepreneur yeah yeah i guess i guess we should have started with that huh yeah (laughs) Um, (laughs) sure yeah so so i uh i am co-founder of a company called leverage it's spelled Uh l-v-r-g uh, my my business partner, his name is Sylvania. He's out in Virginia. I'm in Colorado. So we ha- we do like the long distance partnership thing. Um, uh-huh. But my company, it's called a group purchasing organization. So essentially what we do is we collect a large amount of people, in our case, entrepreneurs looking for discounts on software, on courses, education, uh, you know, electronics, products, stuff like that. So we go out and negotiate lower prices on just that software. So things that you're using in your business may be like email automation. For example, we have a, a discount with Active Campaign. Another thing may be, um, you know, you might be a marketing agency, so you need some automation for text messaging and voicemail stuff. So we would have a deal with a company called High Level. Um, so it's a membership that people pay for. It's, it's $47 a year. It's getting ready to increase to $97 a year. Um, but once you purchase that membership, you get access to our catalog of discounted software and courses. Um, and our larger mission behind our company is to give back. And so what we've done is we've partnered with a company called uh, a nonprofit called feed a billion. And every time someone purchases our membership, 
we donate a percentage of that cost to feed a billion. So our overall mission is to aid in that large, just crazy goal to feed 1 billion people. So really the way that we do that is by reaching more entrepreneurs looking for lower prices on, on stuff that they're using in their business. And so that's what we've created. So if you're an entrepreneur and, you know, subscriptions are increasing and all the software you need in your business is just getting absurd. Um, go to, go to our, our company, sign up for our membership and, uh, you'll get access to all that stuff at a lower price. So that's what, that's what we're doing. Gotcha. Yeah. I think that's really great. And, uh, how do you, you know, negotiate with uh, this big companies? I think it's, it's really a hard, you know, uh, for, for me as a creative, it's a, it's hard to negotiate or whatever. How do you make things happen with regards to that partnership? Mm, I love that question. You're, you're actually the first person that's ever asked me that. That's probably the most vital piece of what we do and one yeah. of the most <laughs> things. Like, I want to stall that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it all stems like, it all stems back to the imposter syndrome that you said so many people have. You have to release that and you have to understand that these companies are just looking for new customers. So if you can solve their problem to bring them new customers, you have all the leverage in the conversation. So imagine this, I go to you and let's just say you're, you have a a huge design agency, right? You're charging a thousand dollars a month for your designs. Uh I go to you and I say, Hey Jay, I can bring you 10 new customers who are all looking for design help, but I don't know if I'll be able to sell them all on $1,000 a month because they are entrepreneurs who are just starting out. I would then go, would you be willing to lower your price to let's say $750 a month with a guarantee that you will give you 10 new customers? No brainer, right? Yeah. So you have the leverage. If you have the people, you have the audience and the community of people who are looking for something specific, right? If I go into a community with 10,000 people and it's all full of people who are videographers and I have a discount on Adobe products, right? Where they can, where they may be paying $60 a month and I can give it to them for $15 a month. I can go to Adobe and say, Hey, I have 10,000 people all willing to pay you $15 a month. And I can, you know, almost guarantee that they're going to stay with you for X amount of time because they're loyal to us. That's how I go and approach companies. You have to have the leverage, but at, at the end of the day too, you have to find these people, right? So I'll get into that a little bit. Where do you find these companies? How do you get in contact with someone who can make those decisions and pull the trigger on giving a discount or doing some kind of partnership or deal with you? LinkedIn's big. I love LinkedIn, uh-huh. but I think the biggest way to find someone is through a referral through a relationship you've already built and not being afraid to ask people for help. And at the end of the day, if you're going out and you are contacting a hundred people, you may only get in contact with one of them, but that one company may be what you need to launch your business. So Contact people, message them. Don't be afraid to have that conversation, but also find a way to have leverage in a conversation. Yeah, I think that's really a value bomb for everyone who 
especially for those entrepreneurs or creatives that are just getting started. And with regards to that, um, Cam, right, you mentioned that uh, you need to have, uh, I think, uh, uh, one of the key things when you try to, you know, uh, go to big companies and negotiate, I think you need to have a brand or you need to have a, uh, your own group or community. Uh, I, you, uh, we've mentioned on offline that you, uh, you, there's, uh, there are some, uh, formula you, you can share to the community or to the listeners how you can organically uh, get or you know get uh, uh, get mar- get clients or get get this big or attract these biggest comp- bigger companies right uh, on Facebook or in 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 in, in a marketing uh, perspective C- can you share your best practical advice for that yeah, so I'm going to get super practical here and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, it may not be something people want to hear because a lot of people are looking for shortcuts, they're looking for, you know, the the easy way out. But the thing is first of all, what you need to do is find a way to solve someone's problem. I'm sure you've had somebody 100%. say that on your podcast before. But if you are already in the entrepreneur world and you are providing a service, you're providing a product, odds are you you are solving something for somebody. So you need to get in front of those people. For you, Jay, let's just use you as an example. You're a designer, mm-hmm. right? Let's just say you're designing for entrepreneurs. Actually, let's get more granular. You are designing websites for real estate agents, okay? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. What you would want to do is find communities where real estate agents gather, go to meetups, where real estate agents gather, go to Facebook groups where real estate agents gather. You need to get in front of your ideal client as much as possible, whether that's on Facebook doing live video, or you are just going into groups and answering questions, or you're going onto Reddit or Quora and answering questions for real estate agents, or you're, you know, actually going out in the real world and meeting these people face to face. You need to be where your customers are. And at that point, the more you go out, the more you expose yourself, the more you share your knowledge, the higher chance of those people resulting in a client it gets. So for me, you know, a lot of people focus on the one-to-one aspect, meaning, you know, I want to get one new client this month. So I'm just going to only talk to one person and keep, you know, following up as much as possible. That will work, you know, eventually, but I like one-to-many. I want to get in front of you know, 20, 30, 50, 100 people at a time. Social media is great for that. But why don't you put together a PowerPoint, go to a local meetup where you're inviting people or maybe you have a friend in the real estate industry or maybe you have a friend who knows people who are, who are your ideal client and put on a free class. Put on a free class, teach them what they need to know to get more customers because at the end of the day, that's what everyone needs. Everyone in this space needs more customers. And then you go show them how you can get them more customers, how you can increase their brand in your example, right? If you're a designer, how you can increase their brand, their website, their funnel to attract more customers. You teach that in a class, you, you teach that on a Facebook live, you do a webinar, whatever you need to do to get in front of your ideal client. And then you ask for the sale. You say, Hey, this is what I do all day, every day. I would be happy for this price to do this for you. At, with this guarantee of quality. But gotcha. you know, to, to summarize that, 
go get in front of people. Go, you don't need to sell all the time. You just need to be yeah. there. Just show up and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think I, I'm a big uh, uh, advocate as well for that. You know, I think uh, uh, you need to be visible, especially, the, you know, uh, some of my audience are really introverted and shy person, right? It's, uh, it's natural living in an Asian country, right? So it, uh, not to generalize, but... Uh, uh, but uh, most of them are are trying to uh, want or want to build a business, but they don't want to uh, create their brand, be visible, right? So the, I think we need to highlight the what Cam said about that, you know, get hmm. in front of the crowd, right? So if you can use the the media, social media, that's that's really fantastic. Hey, and Jay, I want, I want to touch on that for a sec too, right? If you, yeah, if yeah. we are, so you're, you're right. I, most of the things I just said were for, you know, people who tend to be extroverted. I think if you're introverted, you yeah. have just as much ability to do what I was saying, but uh-huh. let's just say in a circumstance where you don't want to get in front of people or you are, um, you know, nervous or you yes. just don't want mm-hmm. to be the face of it. What I would recommend is partner with somebody who is the opposite of you who's willing to go out and meet people and get in front of your ideal client, allow them to, you know, sell and teach and educate and you do the back end work. You provide the service, you come up with an agreement with your partner that says, you know, I'm actually, you know, you're bringing in the customers. I'm fulfilling whatever the customer's needs are. Let's come up with some agreement where, this works for both of us because I don't want to be the face of the company. I don't want to go out there and meet people. You know, I'd rather just sit in my house and make money on autopilot. That's awesome. I, you know, if you want to do that, that's fantastic, but you need to find someone who's willing to go out and get customers for you because you know, it's, it, it can be done, but it's a lot harder to grow a business to the, to the size that you need to fulfill your lifestyle. If you are just staying behind the screen and the keyboard and not being visible um, at all. So, yeah, hundred percent. I think that's a really fantastic way to say that. Uh, you said it better than me, so <laughs> that's really great. And you, you, uh, you mentioned as well, uh, Cam, that uh, you know, uh, with regards to your business, there are some processes that you've mentioned already with with regards to our conversation right now so so what's the best do, do you have any process or system in place as a business owner i, I think a, a lot of people still don't realize the value of internet right so there's a lot of things that going on on the background but you can but some of it you can automate it right and and you know uh, free up some time to do your thing right so can can you share a little bit about that what's your insights about that yeah, great question. I'm going to go in two different directions here. The first direction would be uh-huh. for the entrepreneurs who are just starting out who may not, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they still have a second job or they're, they, they still need a second stream of income in order to support their lifestyle and they're not fully in the entrepreneur world yet. Systems and operations at that point are important, but they don't like... I want to get very clear on what those systems and operations look like. It's not SOPs. It's not recording everything you're doing. It's all sales and marketing systems. So what I mean by that, and this is for the people who are you know just starting or still in the beginner phase, and then I'll get into phase two, which is like SOPs and stuff. But phase one would be you need to go get customers. 
the first most important thing you need to do in your company is get customers, get sales, get cash flow coming in so that you can then invest into people, into systems, into operations, into higher education, mentorship, whatever that is. So what I would recommend for those people to implement in a sales system is figure out how many people you need to get in front of or contact in order to get a sale. Is it a hundred people? Is it a thousand? Is it 5,000? Keep track of your emails. Keep track of how many people you need to call. Keep track of how many Facebook messages you're sending out, how many comments you're making on a Facebook post. Keep track of all that stuff and figure out how much time you're spending on those things that equates into a customer. Once you get super clear on how much time you're spending on comments, calls, emails, messages, then you can automate that, duplicate it into a sales process, which is essentially, you know, okay, I know that it takes 15 Facebook messages with 15 different people in order to turn one of them into a client. Great. All I need to do is send out 15 Facebook messages this week. Okay. I know that it takes a hundred emails to get a new client. Great. I need to send a hundred emails this week. I need to, okay. It takes a hundred comments, hundred uh, comments that are helpful on a Facebook post for me to get a client. I need to go into a group and comment on a hundred different posts, providing a ton of value. Once you have that dialed in, then you'll start to automate your sales process and customers will start coming in. You'll have the cash flow, and then you can get into phase two of systems and operations, which is my favorite part. I'm a huge ops person. I love organi- organization and making lives easier. So once you get to that point where you have clients, you have cash flow, then you can start putting your energy into building a team, right? So what I would recommend is figure out what your organization will look like in five years. Who are the people you'll need on your team if your company was doing you know, $10 million a year? Would you need a CEO? Would you need a COO? Would you need a virtual assistant? Would you need a marketing manager? Would you need a sales manager? Would you need a, a designer? right? Figure out every single person you would need and build out a system to implement that stuff into your business. Next, what I would do is what you're going to need to do when you start building your team is documenting everything that you do. There's a cool little um, Chrome extension called Loom where you can just hit start record and record everything you're doing. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? If I'm going to, let's just say I'm starting a podcast and I need to edit that podcast in GarageBand, I'm going to flip on Loom. I'm going to record me editing the podcast in GarageBand, the whole thing, right? If it takes me two hours and my video is going to be two hours long, it's going to be super detailed. I'm going to upload that into, you know, like a Google Drive. And then if I want to automate my podcast editing, I'll send that video over to someone that I want to edit my podcast, have them watch it, and then they know exactly how I want my podcast edited. I would do that for every single thing you do in your business, podcast editing. Um, maybe you are managing ads. How do you navigate the ad platform? Maybe you have your sales process down and you want to record how to message someone. Record yourself in a messenger conversation with somebody so that you can automate that process. Just document every single thing that you do so that you can hand it off to somebody else if that's what you want. But in phase one, you should be doing all the work you need to be doing all the work. You need to suck it up and put in the work that it takes to get those first customers. And then you can start automating and handing it off to people. Was that helpful? 
Yeah, yeah, that that is fantastic, man. And I think uh, you also, uh, I think we should also mention that uh, on the phase one, you, uh, you should put in the work and you need to be resilient, right? So it's a real game now, right? With, with regards to that. And I think uh, a lot of people uh, should uh, realize that uh, there's a lot of things that going on when you're when you're starting a business or bootstrapping a business or a side hustle or whatever you are doing and mm. but uh, at the end of the day like what comes in if you love what you do if you enjoy it if you uh, if you really love to help people or impact others lives so that's really a great way to uh, to really make money uh, uh, while doing what you love right yes yeah. And you deserve, like, if you're doing something you love and you are helping somebody, you are making a positive impact on the world. You deserve to be paid. You deserve to profit from that. Uh, cause you're putting in your work, you're putting in your time, you're putting in the effort that it takes to provide the service. And at the end of the day, you are special. You are unique because you're willing to go through, you know, the entrepreneur roller coaster that it takes to reach where you want to be in life, to become the person you want to be you deserve to, to be paid for that. Absolutely. Yes, 100%. And I, I, I kind of sh- uh, like to shift on that as well, Cam. Uh, when you're just starting, I, I think uh, this is really a f- uh, really peaceful, uh, you know, uh, what you call that, really important factor as well. What's your thinking when you're just, you know, shifting into entrepreneurship, into business, right? So when you're just getting started, what's your thought? Uh, or what are you, you know, what are you thinking and how do you shift into this growth mindset entrepreneurial journey if, mm. if yeah for those who not really familiar with it for those who just getting started and in general what's your what's your insight yeah yeah really good question i mean there's so many different ways that you can go about you know improving your mindset and becoming a a better person and becoming a person who, you know, just exudes love and joy and stuff. I'm going to share from my own experience because that's all I know. Um, I don't want to put someone on a path that I'm not familiar with. So from my experience, what I did was when I first got started on entrepreneurship, I was this, you know, I was just this young cocky kid. I got my first client and I was like, (laughs) Oh man, I can, I'm going to make bank and I can do this and I'm going to be the best entrepreneur ever. No one else that I know is doing this. Right. And then I hit a brick wall and it, reality set in that, you know, I, I wasn't any different. I wasn't high and mighty. I wasn't on this pedestal that I thought I was. And I really needed to be brought down back to reality and understand that the more impact you make in the world, the more you give, the more that you help and provide a service to people, the more you get back in return. And so for those of you just starting out who are looking to get out of your current situation or become a more impactful person, someone who thinks differently, someone who thinks positively, my my first recommendation is take a look at your life and figure out the things that you're doing that aren't serving you or others. For instance, one of the most common things people do when getting started in entrepreneurship and really just in life when they figure out that they want to do better, be better, is they realize how much they complain 
They realize how much they talk about other people. They realize how much they get distracted. They realize how much negativity is actually surrounding them that probably wasn't even their fault. It was probably due to their upbringing. It was probably due to the people they surrounded themselves with. It might even be due to the, you know, the world that they live in currently. So even if you are in the most you know, treacherous position, know that you can get out just by, by just switching those few things. Just stop. Don't complain about something for today. Don't talk about someone else whenever you get the chance. Don't buy into other people's negativity whenever they, it's brought up, right? Just, just switch one thing at a time. You don't need to go read a thousand books that teach you how to shift your mindset. You don't need to spend $100,000 on a coach. Just do simple little things today. Start one new habit and trickle that into several different habits. I think what most people get caught up doing at first is trying to do it all at once. Oh man, I need to eat better. I need to stop complaining. I need to treat this person better. I need to go out and uh, you know exercise. I need to turn off social media all at once today. I need to stop spending so much money when you start doing all that stuff at once, it becomes overwhelming. Start with one of those things. 100%, yeah. Save a dollar. Don't complain. Complain one time less today. Write something down in a journal once today. Spend two minutes just not talking and just sitting with your thoughts. You don't have to shift your mindset in a meditation. Just sit there, see what happens. But just start with one thing and then form that into a bunch of different things that ultimately will change your life yeah that's really cool and i'm really big fan as well on uh, creating more uh, good habits than you know just to uh, just to ditch the bad habits right so like what cam said it's you don't need to start in so many uh, habits that you want to build in one time right so you can start in one simple habits on one simple thing and it will it will you will figure out how, how will how you can do all this thing right and and for those uh, for all the listeners so you uh cam martinez is a six to seven figures company owner right so it's really uh valuable to learn from him as well and uh, you know just to uh those actionable tips are really interesting and if you put that into work and I'm absolutely 100% sure that you'll, uh, you will be fulfilled and, you know, you get what you really deserve and you, you really, uh, that you, you can really design the life you really deserve, right? Mm, yes, absolutely. You have all the power you need within you to build whatever life you want. You can have your cake yeah. and eat it too. One thing, one last thing I want to say is when you... You know, if you are listening to this right now and you're consuming the amazing knowledge and information that Jay has on this podcast, you're going to start getting, you know, motivated and inspired and following all these people. Two tips I have for you. One would be not to consume as much. I know that's kind of counterintuitive because I'm on a yeah. medium where I want you to consume this stuff, right? Because I want you to to learn and understand, but don't get caught up in only listening to podcasts 24 seven and reading a bunch of books and reading a bunch of articles and paying attention to what people say on social media and watching videos, just, you know, take it in bite-sized chunks because 
it's going to lead you to become more of a consumer than a creator and someone who delivers, right? So that'd be my first tip. My second tip would be once you start getting on this road, you're going to start realizing that there are people out there who don't have your best, best interests in mind. And I want you to be aware of that, right? You need to vet the people that are actually providing valuable information. For me, like I've lived through this stuff. I've been in your position probably. I've experienced the things that you are about to experience. So I can speak from from truth, but I will never tell you that you can do something that I've never done before. Yeah. So be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Speaker on truth, right? Yes, yes. 100%. And right, and uh, speaking of impact, right? So we mentioned the impact. How do you plan to feed one billion, you know, people? I, I think that's a really huge vision, and and I'm really glad that uh, I've been, uh, uh, in a simple ways, I've been part of it. Uh, you know, guesting you in the podcast, just to, uh, you know, just to. I'm just really curious about it. Uh, on impactful uh, people with regards to your works, and I'm really fan fan of that. How do you plan to feed billion people? Yeah, so it's a big, hairy, audacious goal, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's unattainable. Yeah. It's huge. 100%. Um, really, the way that we do it is just getting more people involved, getting support from other entrepreneurs. We have, my whole plan and focus this year is all about uh, partnership marketing, JV marketing, increasing revenue and profit right? The more customers that we have, the more people we serve, the more we get in front of people, right? Being on podcasts like this, doing interviews in groups, um, doing JV launches with people with large communities, the more people that purchase our membership, the more people that save money in their business, the more we get to give back to Feed a Billion. So at the end of the day, you know, as, as much as I don't want to, you know, sell on your podcast, it really just comes down to, you know, people joining our membership, the more people that do that, the more we're giving back to, to feed a billion. So, um, I don't, I have to recalculate the numbers on how many people it's going to take to get there or at least make a large dent. But to give you an idea, um, we have a little over a thousand customers right now. And Mm -hmm. since 2018, we fed over 250,000 people or sorry, we provided over 250,000 meals. So, you know, we still have a long, long way to go, um, but you know that's only a thousand people in a, in a world where there's billions. So, um, you know, it, we can definitely do it. We just have to to reach more people. So, I appreciate you giving me um, the opportunity to to speak to your community and your audience because that's that's my whole goal is to to continue to get in front of more people. Yeah, man. I think that's uh, you know, I, I'm stoked to hear that. Right. So, I think that's really a great. Uh, way for you know to to impact people right so i think it's a win-win so i don't mind uh, you <laughs> promoting on that in my podcast yeah yeah no i appreciate it thank you very much thanks mate uh thanks man so uh, you know before we wrap up the show and i know uh, you uh, you've been uh, has uh, some tremendous growth over the years for the past few years and and uh, uh, for those who just hear uh the the word entrepreneurship the word business right so especially in the philippines right so and what's your best practical advice for them and you, you know just to start and get things done uh, as much as 
as much as they can. Mm-hmm. Great, great question. I love, I love the last piece of advice. Um, mm-hmm. Again, speaking just from experience on something I've had to learn over the last few years, that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've ever become aware of and implemented is being patient. There's mm-hmm. so so many people in the world of entrepreneurship. There's so many examples in the world of people who are making, you know, millions of dollars and they're, they have the cool houses and they're living on a beach and they're traveling all the time, going to cool events, meeting cool people. And it seems like it's all happening in such a short amount of time. And so for me at least, and I know a lot of other people, when we see that, it's like, man, I'm not doing good enough. I'm not doing it quick enough. I'm not making as much impact as I need to be. Therefore, I'm not worthy of doing what I'm doing anymore. What I would say to that and those of you who might be in that same position or may get there at some point, remember to be patient. You're on your own journey. This all goes back to the comparing thing. Don't compare yourself to other people. You are amazing your business is amazing. Continue to provide a service, continue to put out good and positivity into the world and it will all come back to you. I don't know when, it doesn't matter how fast it comes back to you, but if you stay committed, you be patient, you practice patience, it'll happen. Wow, that, that is so amazing, man. And I think I will uh, add that on the intro. <laughs> so that's, that's really, mm-hmm. really cool. And maybe I can also add the title you know, be patient right? for anyone who yes. will listen to this one. So I think I really, really love that. And I'm super, uh, you know, I think in a world where, you know, you have, uh, you have all the information in your fingertips, right? So the instant gratification is everywhere. So I think uh, what Cam said, like being really patient about things or goals you have is really, really important, um, especially today. Yes. Yeah. And if you, I mean, if you have goals that you're setting and they don't happen right away, you need to still celebrate the progress that you have made. Even if your goal is to make a million dollars in the next year, but you only make a hundred thousand, you are, man, that's incredible. Like even if your goal is a hundred thousand and you make Uh 30,000, you're still making progress. Yes. And remember that there's always somebody doing worse and somebody doing better than you no matter how high you are or may think you are. Yes, 100%. And at the end of the day, we are all human. So, uh, <laughs> and we are, uh, it's not a race. So, so I heard this before. It's not a race. It's a sprint, right? So it doesn't matter if, uh, uh, if you're left behind or you, you are ahead, but we are all human and we, we will go, uh, we will get there eventually. 100%. 100%. Yeah, so Cam, thank you so much for all the value bump, Rose. You know, I, I call it intentionally bump because, right, so it's a, it's a enormous or a large amount of knowledge that I gained uh, using this uh, tool called podcasting, interviewing mm-hmm. great people like you, man. So thank you so much for sharing all your informations and great insights on this podcast. So for those uh, anyone who might be interested uh, with your company with lev- leverage right so uh, what's your uh, what's your the what's the best way that they can reach you out yeah absolutely jay and again i, I really appreciate you having me on i'm i'm hoping that i provided some awesome value to your audience absolutely, today absolutely man um 
if you are interested in, you know, getting in touch with me, learning more about me, learning more about uh, my company and our mission, there's two ways, two places you can go. First is my podcast, The Six Figure Roadmap. That's the, the number six, The Six Figure Roadmap. And then yeah, I'm our web. I'm listening on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. It's, there's been a, a lot of incredible people on there. 100%. Um, and then the second place would be our website, which is www.lvrg.it. Lvrg.it. That's where you can go find out about everything. Got you. So lvrg.it. So for those who are listening, so if you have any questions, if you uh, need partnership or just reach out to Cam if you have any questions about entrepreneurship or business. And I think that's really a great way to, you know, the, the secret key nowadays is to ask questions, right? So mm. take the opportunities of this connected world right now. And I think there's a lot of people that, you know, it's kind of sad because uh, I want to, I want people to experience this as well, the, the vibe, the positivity. And I think uh, uh, the best thing uh, or actionable thing that you need to do is to ask questions to the uh, entrepreneurs or business owners you admire like Cam or whoever it is in your industry, right? So for those who are listening, if you love this episode, uh, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and also available on SoundCloud or any of your favorite podcasting app. If you want to check all the episodes, including this great episode with Cam Martinez, you can go to the designlifeshow.com. That's the designlifeshow.com and you will find all the great uh, episodes uh, in the podcast. And just scroll down uh, whatever uh, platform you are using and you will see all the links that we've mentioned here in this episode. So once again, Cam, thank you so much for uh, uh, dropping by on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Jay, thank you so much for having me, man. I, it's, it's been an honor. And that's it. So thank you so much, guys, for listening again to the podcast. And I really appreciate it. For those people who are asking me on how to support the podcast, you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts. So in that way, you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. You can also take a screenshot of this podcast and share it with your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of contents. You can also support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristeves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls. And you can also shop courses and tools online to design the life you really deserve by visiting my shop at shop.jchristeves.com. And you can book a call today. I don't buy it. Just let me know, guys. So the last one would be also by listening and to all the podcast episode and previous episode. And however you support my message, uh, how, however small that is, uh, more than enough and it means the world to me. So thank you so much and see you again next time.